We are back for act what number up? two. The Deer Hunter. Whoa, man. Let's I do am, it. My name is Alex. I go by the Fantasy Football Hustler. Nelson Tynes. Actor here and in I'm, Hollywood. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, go ahead. Come on, man. No, mine's LA. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, this is Nelson Tynes. I'm in Hollywood. Here we are. I'm in LA. Okay. You're next. Yeah, I'm Lance Bogard Strong. French. What was that shit? What did I win? Was he cyclist? Yeah, world renowned cyclist. I cheated. <laughs> Recyclist? <laughs> yes. Fucking fucking steroid cycle. Do you only have yes. one ball? Yes, what? definitely. Alex, what are you talking about, man? Lance Armstrong. Yeah, Lance Armstrong's only got what? one ball. How would you know that information? What's going on with that? I don't know that. Nelson's so confused. We're on a totally different show right now. <laughs> Holy Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown, we get to meet Mike and Nikki and the whole cast of crew and characters. We have a wedding. We have an after party. They go hunting in the mountains. They catch themselves a deer. And then it cuts right to them going into Vietnam. And that's where we are picking up at. For Boom! Boom. What do you think of the Vietnam scenes, Nelson, compared to some of these other Vietnam War movies that are circulating out there? Oh, they were pretty quick. They didn't last that long. So we saw a lot of prisoner of war, pretty much scenes. Mm -hmm. They seem very real, uncomfortably real. <laughs> yeah, war has been trapped in the water and in a cage at the same time. Yeah, the there was explosions at the beginning there, so we went from that transition yeah. to Buddy Boy. I don't know, I don't know the, the, that character's name, but playing the piano, them all in a doze state. Then the boom, then the, they're in Vietnam right from there. So like that, that kind of like, reminds me of like, like yeah, there's a scene in Platoon. Right that? into the war, though. That was that was good. Say it again. I there's like the scene where they right into the okay. war. Oh my bad, I know he's a good no, I said that scene reminded me of Platoon. Remember that when they, they napalmed it? Yep. Yeah. You got the guy radioing it in and yeah. Because Watkins character comes and it seems like the rescuer that he bumps into Michael, the Nero's character. Hey, yep. Michael, what are you doing here? So it seems like they come to save him. They're captured. I guess. Oh, so they distance, were separate. Yeah. There's a bunch of soldiers from, I guess, what? The North coming to get him, right? This is my big, this is my big, one of the big gripes because we had so much buildup with the, the wedding and the after party and all that, but they never really show how they get captured. It just goes from the bombs going off and they, they just dive backwards or whatever, fall backwards, whatever. And then the next scene we see them in, what is that? A little in river, like river yeah. cabin or something. Yeah, POSs yeah. or POWs. If you look right before it goes to the POW, if you look, okay, when Walken finds out that it's De Niro's character, right? And then it cuts to a scene of a bunch of guys coming out of, out of the jungle there. You see that on the distance? Okay. okay. I wasn't sure what that was, but I would say, based on us not knowing how they got into prison wars, I think that was the opposing army, probably northern Vietnam soldiers okay. coming in. There's so many yeah. of them, they, they captured them. That's the only way that makes sense. Yeah. That's what they referred to. They had choppers. I don't want to keep saying that if that's derogatory. That that's what? what that's what they referred to themselves as, right? The North. I'm pretty sure their regime was the Viet Cong, the right. 
Yeah, I think so. I'm not even yeah. positive. It wasn't just what Americans refer to them as. Someone, yeah. I don't want to be a scummy. I don't think so. Now, okay, this or original. Catcher. Yeah. The original, okay, so this original script, it had nothing to do with the war. It had everything to do with Russian roulette. And that's pretty much this next mm. scene is we're getting a big, well, yep. we'll just call it the it's, game. Cause this is the game that they're just playing. This, and this is what, this is, this is the, ooh, ooh, go ahead. It gets wild. And so the first adaptation of this script is about a guy who would go to Las Vegas to seek out these Russian roulette games and some kind of underground world in Las Vegas. And then it turned into them wanting to touch on the war because it was such a taboo, like subject and war. I mean, this one set it off. Yeah, it only came, only ended a handful of years before they made this scene. So yeah. super taboo. And man, we just get, we, you find out real quick what is going on. We, the Russian roulette game, and you got the guy in the middle who's, we don't know what he's saying, but he's slapping everybody around. Yeah. And they, that character, they said they, they had to recast that character multiple times because. Yeah. Nobody wanted to slap Robert De Niro. So they said all of that was a shoot. They're really slapping the shit yeah. out of their faces. Obviously the sound. Yeah, fucking but... it's it. Yeah, there's no fake in there. <laughs> yeah. So they're really getting slapped by dude the entire time. They wanted to add it to the intensity of everything that's going on. And so they said that dude was casted because he was a local Thai guy who hated Americans. And he was down. Like, to I'll do it. He was down to slap the shit. I'll do it for free. Americans. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to not do that. Now, no. I'll, I'll let you talk about this scene a little bit, Nelson, in one second. But how about this? Robert De Niro said there needs to be a live round in the cartridge. Every single scene that they what? are doing with Russian, they're doing Russian roulette and they're pulling that hammer. There's a live round in there. I hope, you know what's crazy too is I also heard like that was like that was as something he would embellish on in interviews after. But also too, it could there is there could be some truth to it because letting everybody I don't think there was letting it's everybody not, well, 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 letting everybody if you tell that to everybody on set, like the act the, what you're gonna get out of that is gold. You know what I mean? So if they, they believe it to be an actual at least live what, round in there. At least from what I was reading and watching, there was a live round in there, but they were checking thoroughly that it wasn't the next round that they were pulling. Oh, I was just saying. Oh, okay. Because there's, there's six in there. There's six uh, spaces. Right. So there may Okay, I got you now. So one out of the five is there, but they knew that it wasn't the next one. But just even thinking about that, like a yeah, live right. round in here, like that's. They're all shitting bullets, as they should be, if they were really doing that in real life. And you're forced oh, to shit. do that. Like, damn, that makes me think. Cause I'm thinking with my, my the mind of an actor now. How nervous I'd be, even though you know it's five slots away. Let's say, yeah, wherever it is. How about you? Check the gun. Check it again. No, no, they're not really. Play. Obviously, the actors aren't really playing roulette. They're going through the act because they. They know that it's You're not going to be shit out of everybody too, huh? Shut up, American. Yeah, and he was like, <sighs> can you imagine that, Nelson? How, how do you think, just going through the mind of an actor of those scenes, knowing that dude's really slapping the shit out of you? Like, what would you be thinking going through? Remember, even at one point, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be down with it. it. Hit me, don't hit me too hard, but I'd be down with it because I like to make it as real <sighs> as possible. Remember, he yelled at him too. I'm going to fucking uh, kill you. I'm done. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm in, but I, I'm not full-fledged in, but it put me in three quarters of the way. And who was the dude? Steven, oh, hey, right? one, one second, I'll say this, though. Uh, going back to the gun thing, there's a movie called At Close Range with Christopher Walken and Sean Penn. You guys know that one? No. Uh-uh. It came out in 86. It was I fucking Madonna love Christopher Walken. There's a newfound respect for him, though. I, whoa, but go ahead. Yeah, he did. It was Sean Penn, Christopher Penn, Christopher Walken. I think Tracy Walter, his name is. He's in a lot of films. Based on a true story, but the, there's a scene where Sean Penn plays Christopher Walken's son. His, his illegitimate son. He finds him in this question box and he's in a crime. He's a big crime lord. And then he takes him on as his son a little bit, but things fall apart. But Sean's character holds a gun, goes to, to his head. He's, whoa, whoa. Watkins' character, whoa, wait. Because he didn't know that he had a gun. He pulls that out on the scene. And Chris Watkins did an interview. He said he didn't know if there was bullets in there because last thing he heard, he overheard Sean Penn or something talking about putting bullets in there and he never got to check the gun oh, and walking has a he was saying he's got a fear of guns and stuff so when he said oh, when oh, he did oh, that scene shit. what you're seeing he was yeah, really scared oh, yeah. yeah he was really scared because he thought he wasn't sure if there was real bullets in there or not and somehow he didn't have time to check or whatever but there's something to that i have to watch the interview again but it's on youtube though and when you see him, like when he's reacting, it looks fucking real. I mean, he's shitting himself for sure. Yeah. Just that whole the, the whole POW camp, everything just insane. You know, I yeah, mean, that, that was the most intense scene. Not for me now because I've seen it before, but when I first saw that scene, yeah. that was a very intense scene, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have the whole shit where they're throwing the guys down underneath. A little cabin or whatever where they can stand up, but they're in water waist high. And then they have the whole pretty much where the dudes are like drowning in in the water little cages where barely enough you know, because they're tired they can't stand no more yeah really. and they said like that scene when the dude got thrown in there so they said that there was really like rats in there and he was like really man, like really screaming like for that they ended up keeping it in because it was so good but they had to go like in real life they went and got him out of there like second <laughs> Relax. Were the rats biting him or something? Or what? I don't. I don't think so. I think they the just scared of the rats. You seen him crawl on him and shit. Like yeah, I saw that. Yeah, in there, like yeah, they're like gold. What's, and, that, uh, what's, what's the director's name? Really good. I've never heard uh, of uh, Camino or Casino. I go Camino or Samino. Because yeah, like he he set off the Vietnam War craze. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, I think what's his face learned from him? The guy who did Platoon. Oh, word. He was like, listen, this is no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, it just seems like movie. he probably watched his films, I'm sure. But who, oh, okay. who, what's his name? He did a, Coppola? No, not Coppola. Oh, sorry, not Coppola. I'm thinking yeah, of Coppola did Full Metal Jacket. No, he did Scarface. Who, 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 no, that's De Palma. Oh, yeah, De Palma. De, no, I'm thinking of the other. Who said, what's his name? Um, oh, yeah, De Palma did uh, Full Metal Jacket, correct? And Scarface? Oh, wait, did you, you said Platoon? Yeah, who did Platoon? Yeah, Oliver Stone, right? Oliver Stone, yeah. Okay, I, I meant, that's what I meant to say, Oliver Stone probably. I think a lot of those guys probably watched the Deer Hunters, those scenes. Yeah. But, um, but it was shot in a certain way, yeah. And at this time, I haven't gone back and watched a lot of movies from the 70s, 60s, 50s, but just this scene in general, is this like one of the craziest things that anyone ever seen in cinema at this time? <laughs> I think it was, what, what, what the impact also is because the war was so fresh. You know what I'm saying? It's, when when the was the Apocalypse Now shot? Because that was my that was movie. after. That was after. Oh, that was like '81 or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I just yeah, know it was after. I think it was early '80s. I think you're right. '79. I, I, I guess like right after. 
because I when I was after I watched it and I was just like trying to read up different stuff on it, I was like, when did this come out? And I was like, oh shit, that was taking like five years to shoot or something. Because then I, in my mind, I didn't know Deer Hunter existed. So in my mind, I thought they just were polite and waited to the eighties till till before they started doing Vietnam War movies. Like this guy was like, no, we're doing it. And Apocalypse Now came out in '79, really right after each other. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was in that. Oh, word! See, I've never seen Apocalypse Now. Me neither. The Lawrence Fishburne and then Metal uh, Jacket Platoon. And then uh, Estevez, or what's his name? Charlie Sheen's father. Uh, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah, Yeah. Martin Sheen. He was in it. Okay. Young looking Sheen, man. He was like him and Fishburne were like kids. They're like twenty or something. Twenty-one. Yeah. Fishburne's his gap was still almighty, huh? Even seeing Robert De Niro in this and Christopher Walken, man, Christopher Walken's so young, and he was like thirty-five or whatever after we went and looked at it. Because he got the strawberry. Was Walken thirty-five? He looked even younger than thirty-five, didn't he? He Looks younger for sure. But yeah, we checked. He was like even in the he was thirty-five when he came out. Oh, what do you mean he came out? No, when when the movie came out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking about one testicle. You're talking about we came out there, I was man. Lance Bogart Strong. I was Bogart Schwarzenegger in the first act. I'm Lance Bogart Strong. I'm just uh, one ball, one testicle. <laughs> Kick it with Tom Green. But uh, we got two balls together. It got real crazy when they throw. Who was that they threw in the cage? Stevie. And then, man, Robert De Niro, it's, man, he was just like a different, it was almost like he was a different person when they threw him down in the water and he's talking to Nikki and he's like, he's already gone. Look at him. He's in a dream and he's never coming back. He's yeah, gone. bro. Nikki was out there, bro. Fucking, that's my bad. I keep fucking the names of Well, Nikki's uh, walking. walking. But yeah. he was down with. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about the other guy, Steven. Yeah, he Steve, was out. Steven's the one oh, who Steven was lost his mind. Yeah, Steven's the one that lost his mind all the way. Yeah, but I'm just still, we're still talking just about that same exact scene. Oh, okay. Like, he was the down one, in the water. He was the one when they were like, when they first started, and it's him and De Niro underground. And every time you heard the gun, the hammer click with no bully, he was like, oh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like totally <laughs> fucking him up. With that, with the acting for him to do that was friggin' amazing. Yeah. I yeah. was just like, you, you felt just, for him, didn't you? Like, because oh, his torture yeah, is to, yeah, yeah. his torment is to their amusement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They're loving this shit. And then, yeah. and then the odd time that it would uh, go off, like through the guys, with the bullet would go off. Yep. He was just like, lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just lose it. Because he's just so scared that it's gonna happen when it happens. This is so real. <laughs> and I, I listen, bro. You know and what? De Niro was crazy too, because De Niro he just keeping his shit together. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. He was I'm consistent the whole time. I'm gonna until- kill these motherfuckers. So the third act. But you think, though, too, if you're living in those conditions, you might want to just, okay, I'll play the game. Maybe that's I what mean, Nick right? was doing. Okay, he let's just, go. Let's do it because what you got nothing to lose. You're already captured like that. I, I, but, but if the samurais went to have that, right? Where if the samurai way was like, listen, to it, you know what? I'll just kill myself. They had this whole thing. They carried a specific knife, too, on them, on their armor. All right. They had their katana. They had this small little blade. And designed for them, you know what I'm saying? Instead of getting captured or being a war, then you spin it, then you pull it up, and you die on your knees. Yeah, I saw that a lot in Shogun. Have you seen the movie Shogun? Yep, Shogun. Shogun's hard, bro. Come on. Yeah, they did a lot of that. I was like, I was saw that when I was 11 or 12 years old. I was like, what? Man. Um, did- but Alice, going back to the, the, you were talking like the psychology of it, how it, it damaged him. 
And then even <laughs> then you go right next, the scene next, I think when De Niro's talking to Nick, to Watkins' character. Yeah. Trying to convince him to come on, we got to load these bullets. We got to go three bullets deep. Yeah. And he's like, I can't do it, but he wanted to, but he didn't want to, but, right. but it's just, there's no other way to the do it. Kind of then, end, just get it out. over with, right? Yeah, they're trying to, trying to convince one of them. That was like amazing just to watch. Yeah. Mm. And then they, mm. and then when it goes down. We gotta go three and we gotta go. We gotta go put another one in there. Yeah, no, the three bullets. I do three, three bullets. And they're, they're, they're doubling or tripling down on their bets, right? Yeah. Hedging, whatever. And it's fucking, it's insane. That's just, you got it from, from Robert De Niro the entire time. He's the leader. He's the alpha of this pack. And even amongst those circumstances where you pretty much, there's no way that you're getting out of this. He's still throwing balls on the table. (laughs) He's the alpha. Yeah. And I feel too, if being the alpha is because you figure things out, I swear when you're in the armed forces or you carry a gun, even just period, you'll know the way to that gun. You know what I'm saying? I think as many times as they played, he might've had that spin down. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> no, Axel Cushion. No, I didn't make the movie. I was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think it's been, I think it's been a while since Axel has been here since on the silver screens, but yeah, this is Nelson times. He was in the movie paid in full. Yeah. Yeah. Hello oh, yeah. to you. I've never seen uh, Axel Cushion. Yeah, shout out to Axel Cushion, mate. In the chat. Yeah, he's been around for a while, but he only he comes around during football season, so maybe he hasn't seen. Uh... Oh, it's like a groundhog, huh? He's a vigilante. He uh, he fights crime in the off season. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's cool. Wow. Takes nice. it off for football. Oh <laughs> yeah, the executioner. It's just so insane, and yeah, the whole him going back and forth with Nikki and. He's like, when I start shooting, you start shooting. He's like, when we see the opportunity, we're taking it. And yeah, they're smacking De Niro and just, no, come on, or whatever the fuck he's saying. Oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then I tell you, when you're watching as a viewer. I love that scene. There's like a three seconds before they pull the trigger, everything's frozen. You're just waiting to see if it's going to go off or not. I mean, because because as much you want, they realize them. As they did, it's a war movie. Like, you can't wait till he pulls that trigger on him, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you're also in the back of your mind, you're like, look, Nicky, you better not slip up, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> once, once he starts shooting, you better shoot, Nicky. Yeah. And Nicky goes ham, too. Nicky goes ham. Oh, yeah. oh, they both do. Shit. Oh, yeah. De Niro gets See, I expected it from what's his name. I expected it from Mike. Oh, yeah. He was ready. You know what's crazy too, when you act, when you do these scenes, especially intense scenes, like when you, in real time, when you think that you're taking a long time as an actor, you're playing a character, when you watch it on camera, it doesn't look like it's that long. So you, it's hard for actors. This is what makes really good actors. If you see an actor take a long time on camera, in his mind, it's taking like twice as long. It's if you ever see two actors like up close, face to, no, sorry, not face to face, but they're about here. Uh-huh. But, to, but when they're acting, it's like this. So right. everything's magnified on camera. Yeah. Things that you think it doesn't take a long time. It takes a long time. It doesn't take that long. You think it's no, it's normal to really close in real life. Even when the, the editing on there was pretty like straightforward too, right? Like it was, they didn't, there weren't really too many cutaways from that part from when he slapped him. Then when he was yelling that shit at him and he fucking. The slaps are I mean? quick though. Yeah. From a certain, always from a certain angle from the POV of the slapper though. Yeah. Okay. okay so yeah. The, okay. So there was cutaways right there. Okay. Yeah, I think they're cutaways, yeah. 
Yeah. But it was they were really slapping him hot. Yeah. Oh, he's that. I wonder every time he had to slap. So you know what? Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And Bobby, Bobby, I think that was good. I think that was good enough. Let me really get you on this one. Let's do another one. Yeah. Man! <laughs> Camera wasn't rolling. Let's do it. We missed that one. That was good. <laughs> right? Right? Like, they didn't say action. <laughs> right, that was a warm-up. You know what I mean? Hold on. Let me just really get my thing together. <laughs> he actually like, yeah, has a New York accent. Hold on. Let me get this together. Hold on. <laughs> Man! 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 <laughs> He was getting all right, man. <laughs> the act two was she's mainly talking about like that, the whole exchange of the uh, roulette. I was that's what this movie was all about to me, to be honest. I didn't, that's why it makes sense when you said it was based on they wrote the story all the way around this, right? Yeah, for sure. It's the most intense shit throughout the entire movie, not even close, nothing else comes close to it. Maybe minus some of these other scenes right now, right after. Finally, they both had to still, they they both had to pull the trigger twice. Man, they they still had to make sure three bullets in there. They still had to do it, had to do it once each. Then De Niro gets it, shoots the dude, and yes. And and, and now, not only is he ballsy for saying, put in another bullet, it's so they could unload on them motherfuckers when it comes to. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and Mike shoots one of the guys, shoots the guy right by by Nikki Christopher Walken. Then yeah, then he gets the automatic, and yeah, then they it is a rat place. It was a rat. Everything up. That happened so quickly, man. It's hard to follow. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I definitely reminded that one a few times. That was hey, listen, bro, because they got they ooh, revenge. <laughs> so they get out. So they get. So we move on from that. We'll go to uh, they pick up Steve in the cage. Yeah, let's go yeah. get them about that. Let's go get them about yeah, that. So they, water. they kill all the like the, the, the capturers. Yeah, the detainees. Or no, the, they kill the all painters. the detainers. <sighs> and then they got yeah, they grab go Stevie Boy. Yeah, and they're on their way down the river. Yeah, and they looked j- just. I, I don't know how they. What really were they saying too about the river? Because I was like, or oh, am I mixing another movie? They always say because when you go to the river, that's how you're gonna find. They don't really say anything about the river. You I, just, I'm confusing it with another movie because they always say you go to the river, go to the river. You just see that current. You just see that current like just taking them like really fast. And then there's like a broken bridge or something. And they, they all just jump on that broken bridge. And then that's when one of the helicopters comes and they're able to get Nikki. But it's who was it that fell? Was it Stevie? Stevie. That fell? Yeah, it's Mike. There he's holding on. To the what the little the freaking the landing part the legs. yeah there you go the little legs and yeah and then Stevie's holding on as well and then they just little by little he just completely falls and then Mike lets go to go get him hits his leg on a rock like Mike is like pulling them pretty much Ooh. all the way to shore and then you see him pull up his shit and his whole bone is sticking out bone sticking out oh yeah. yeah he comes back and he doesn't come back the same. No, you could already tell the way yeah. that he was gone mentally yeah. after. And then after physically too now. Because he couldn't feel his legs and stuff. Yeah. He was messed up. Yeah, and it seemed but like... The walking was like, fighting with... Nick was fighting with the, the guy. So I was thinking, what, is he captured? But no, he was trying to... Because he was in distress over them not getting on, right? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on with them at that point. 
Because okay. he didn't want to answer, like, because what, what were that? They were at the Saigon, just the U.S. like hospital or whatever for all the troops, and yeah, he didn't want to answer any questions. I wonder what was all the reasoning for all the questions, like at that exact. It's because it's because you don't Russian you know, name and stuff. They also like even like they'll ask you things like your body count. Even it's for consensus. Everything is for consensus, bro. They were asking him a lot of what was your parents' like names? What? Yeah, so uh, oh, Russian yeah, just names? to know if he's there though. Just to know if he's there though too. Okay. They ended up crying over going. He was, was messed up there. Him. He wouldn't. He, we kept thinking about his parents. Then he just I, couldn't talk. They all went to a place mentally. I guess besides Mike, it looked like he held it together out of everyone. But everyone was completely fucked in the head after that experience. Everyone. You know why it's called the deer hunter now, I think? The mushroom epiphany, bro. Because when you go out deer hunting, bro, you got to keep your shit together, right? You got to keep it together. You know what I'm saying? That's probably why he didn't like going hunting with those other two fools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he didn't run down the street naked, though. Yeah, see that's see that's what's crazy. Like when I think he had shit together, he's after bro. <laughs> he ran down the street naked. What was that about? He was wilding he was kissing out. the bride and stuff. So. Come on, he was, was that is that a, is that a, did he have like deer pheromones on him? He's like, I'm gonna catch me a big one today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But for the most part, you're right. He he had his shit together enough to get them out of the, those situations and uh, get himself navigating right. Yeah. Um, and but it's really the whole Vietnam is really short lived because that's like yeah. the end of it, like right there is really just that big. It's, I mean, it's really the aftermath here. Yeah, yeah. Like I said before, it's a lot of it's the, the psychological effect. That whole movie is more of a psychological thriller of how it played on them as opposed to any action and yeah. yeah like I said, the first act, not a lot went on the first act. They're just living. Yeah. It's really to hammer home how sane and sound of mind they are until the war for real. Right. The normal lives that they were living and it's the because, exact opposite okay. after war. Before the liquor stores started letting, like the local one that, that we, they really started letting us buy the shit when we were kids. We used to shoulder tap this one dude and ironically his name was Steven, right? He was a bum and he would always be walking around. He was a good man. He was always fucked up like from the war. Mm. And then we'll get him some fucking drinks for getting us drinks. And then he'd be out there fucking telling us war stories and shit. And he was just out of his mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just normal. Oh, that's the worst. Where's crazy old Steve in that, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The war really fucked up a lot of people, man. Really fucked up a lot of people. And one of the things that was crazy is they really didn't want to bring the heroin like into this movie. They do at the end. Spoiler alert. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But so many dudes going over there and get addict, getting addicted to heroin like nobody's business. I mean, so I wondered. Shit. So once they were they're in the hospital, uh, do they just stay there, or I guess wait until they get called back to go home? Huh? They just hang out. That's what I'm assuming at that point is yeah, hang out with brothels and stuff. And like even Nikki, and he didn't even go home, right? That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, then Michael hung out for a bit, but. Yeah, they both hung out for a little bit, it seemed like, because, yeah, the, one of the scenes that you see, like, right after, and this will be, like, jumping into Act 3, is Nikki's, like, walking around, just walking the streets, goes into some kind of bar, and it's a bar brothel type of place where you get your fuck on, 
And yeah, he goes back. It's a whole wild scene where it's just so normalized for them. It's just she takes him back to the room, but like her kid's right there. And then the kid starts crying and Nikki just starts losing his mind. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Can't the be kid's crying, kid crying. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to get my dick hard with this fucking kid right here. <laughs> yeah. Crying and shit. So he would have been okay with it if the kid was quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's only when the kids started crying. Then he have you ever been through crying. that bogey? Huh? Have you ever been through that bogey? Listen, man, I have four kids. Like, it's I don't <laughs> I'm not even waking the kids up. My own kids. I'm not but at least they're his kids. Though. I've never <laughs> been in that situation where fucking in front of someone else's kids. No, I've never done that. Oh, but your kids, you yeah, have, though. <laughs> Hello. We have a two bedroom house for a while. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's funny, man. <laughs> Then he starts walking around, Nikki, that is, really just walking around aimlessly around. It seems like a seedy little part of wherever the hell part of the city they are. And then here's like a gunshot, like just starts walking over there. The fight club. Yeah. Meet, meet some. I don't even know what the dude's name is, but some real creepo. But he's like. Oh, he's a Frenchman. Yeah. He's the guy. So I understood uh, quite a bit what he was saying, but. Okay. I turn on the subtitles and then I can understand the French. Okay. Oh, but yeah. They well, have subtitles for the Chinese, though. Well, because, well, no, <laughs> but see, that's the thing, though, is because the French colonized Vietnam at one point. That's why there's a lot of French Vietnamese cuisine, like a French influenced oh, Vietnamese cuisine and stuff. Yeah. That's why when you get a good, when you get a good bami, you know, the Vietnamese sandwiches, it's always on a French baguette. You know what I mean? Okay. Fire. Oh, <laughs> and listen, hold on. Just like the Moors had took over Sicily at one point. So that's why Italians have that melanin, bro. Where you see some Italian women, they, you know what I'm saying? They real curvy, you know what I'm saying? And same thing with the Vietnamese women. You'll find some really busty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm I've, I've seen a I grew, up, I grew up in a There's place where a lot of Vietnamese. Not... But the petite at the same time being busty, Fat, right? fat titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's that French shit, bro. It's in them. I'm just saying. I had this Filipino dude I knew. I still know him, but I don't see him much. He told me oh, that, God. you know, the, the original blacks, uh, the, the original uh, Filipinos are black. I go, get out of here. I mean, Filipino. same thing with the original Samo Samoans. And everyone came from Africa. Samoans, I know that because they still. Everybody like, came from Africa. It's all the islands. Think about this. It used to all be at one big place at one part until like it started breaking up and, it's, and then moving over. Right. When you talk about a hundred years, you're not going to see the, the the continent move. But when you talk about the course of like hundreds of thousand years, you know what I'm saying? Like just because we only have written history, quote unquote, that goes back twelve hundred, maybe two thousand years, doesn't mean we weren't around for fucking millions of years. Think about like world catastrophes that that all erased the world's data for a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we still have like mega glyph, mega mega glyph sites and stuff like that. Quebec Tech. Quebec Tepe and places like that, where you don't know where the fuck this came from. It's old as fuck. It was like around whenever the fuck they said the humans wasn't around. They lied. Could they? Who the fuck built this? You know what I mean? And before we jump into Act Three, Axel Kushin had a question. He said, "How long did it take to make paid in full?" Not that long. We started shooting, I think July, end of July, early August, and then we finished end of October. So August, September, October. So this post-production? Yeah, about three and a half months we shot. Not shooting. No, we actually shot for three and a half months. Post-production, it took two years. We shot in 2000, came out in 2002. It got delayed a year. Supposed to come out in 2001, but Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I was going to say, because then they have like a Kill Bill and the 
or whatever they were putting out prior to that, I'm pretty sure they probably put paid in full. Okay, we're going to push this back a little bit. No, they pushed it back because of Weinstein. What happened with that? Some controversy with him. They pushed oh, it back. yeah. Then, then what's his name? Slap him or something? Dame yeah, Dash? Something like that. <laughs> Dame Dash flashed on him for something because he tried to get at Stacey Dash, his sister. Oh, I don't know. Really? I don't know I about think that. It was some, but it was like in a different movie or a different something. Like she, she, he, a he different had movie? Some, some kind of casting call, I was gonna, whatever it was, where it would have had something to do with his sister. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the interesting. I, I heard could that he, I just heard he pushed the back. It could even, it could maybe even been with Aliyah because she was getting into acting. And who did the Queen of the Dam? Was Aaliyah, that Aliyah had nothing to do with? No, I know that, but I'm talking about there was some issue that Dame Dash had with. Harvey Weinstein, supposedly. Some of my want to fact check me on this, but he had... He had a, yeah, he had a fact check it, but I heard something like that, but I don't know the details, but... Okay. I heard he got pushed back a year. Hmm. And Axel said he puts paid in full in his top five hood movies. I like it. I'm with you. For yeah, sure. what, what are they? I don't even put it in the hood. Shit, it might be top three to me. There's huh? so many. Yeah, there's boys in the hood, the belly. Those are up there. See, I like those. Uh, for me, it's like Menace. And it's like, Menace I like Society's juice. up in the top juice. five for sure. Yeah. But I, I might even put Paid in Full number one or two, bro. Yeah, uh, it's up there. Yeah. I fuck sure. with that movie, tough. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so it, it got delayed, but I think it took probably to edit it and stuff, like in post, probably. Uh, you know, if it came out a year after you're done shooting, usually, typically. So you're looking at maybe anywhere from six to 10 months to edit type of thing. Yeah. Post-production. What, what do you think? Does it take double the time it uh, takes to shoot? Uh, let's see. I, I would say uh, it all depends on, on, on the, on the thing. Cause if you're shooting a lot of action, let's say you do a big action movie, it's probably going to take more or longer to, uh, maybe not. I don't know. When we were shooting videos, I think it usually takes a little longer to edit. I'm sorry, a little shorter, but it all depends on how many locations, how much action there is, and stuff like that. Yeah, because for, for us, when we would shoot videos, and I would I enjoyed the process of, of sitting in when, I, when they're editing it, because they were my guys. So I, I was actually privy to sit around and give some input. And we'd get loaded and shit. And my dude, he was, we did this video in Vegas. It had maybe like, we had, we had 1,300 clips, like in total, and when it was all raw footage. He called, he always referred to them as clips. You know what I mean? No matter how long the length was. And then he was just, it was like, and then with music, it's like you have the lyrics as the track to match everything too, right? You know what I'm saying? Then also just telling the story. So it was always interesting. And that shit took three, four weeks. You know what I mean? And, and to cram, or at least narrow down the 1300 clips. And then the ones that we kept, we just threw it as a bogey show. The extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hell yeah, man. It takes a lot to, to edit. For sure. Yeah, the videos, I don't know, three, yeah, four, know. four minutes, maybe four and a half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like a four, we shot for four or five days in Vegas. Yeah. We were there for six days for real, but yeah, we probably shot for like four or five of them. So Axel said his top five, Menace, Boys in the Hood, Juice, Paid in Full, and Training Day. That's a okay. solid top five. Yeah, I like it. I like that Training Day has years on it now. So because like I would have said back then... That was an instant classic, but now that it got a couple decades on it, it's definitely a classic. Yeah, for sure.
yeah. All right. We're going to jump into act number three. So we'll close out act number two for the podcast, people. Make sure you go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel. And if you're watching on video, make sure you go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast. Even if you don't listen to podcasts, go hit the automatic download. Go leave us a five-star review. Appreciate it. Please that. do. Nelson Times, find me on YouTube, find clips of my acting. Got a couple on oh, one channel, a couple different videos, montages, and uh, demo reel, and Instagram, Nelson Times underscore. Yeah, and I'm Lance Bogard Strong, one ball and all. <laughs> You're lying, man. But I'm not checking. I'm not going to fact check that. I have two balls. Okay, I'm just let me be, let me be a character. Lance Bogart Strong. He has one ball and all. Dude, tune in next time. Act three of the Silver Screen Breakdown. Deer Hunter. It's going to get really fucking dark now. Picture shit. This ain't a dream, we really lit this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.